welcome to the Goddess Tarot Society podcast. Today on our series about the major arcana, we will be exploring the hermit. And I am so excited and so honoured to welcome Marissa from the current hermit. That's her Instagram. So welcome on, Marissa. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you so much for having me, Hannah. I'm so excited. You're so welcome. It's just the perfect episode for us. So we're both Virgos. The Mm -hmm. hermit is a Virgo card. And I just wanted to get started with a little introduction from yourself, how your relationship with the tarot began and tell us a little bit about this amazing Instagram you have. Yeah, so I have an Instagram account called The Current Hermit, and this is a place where I share my daily tarot readings, um, basically like letting everyone read my own personal tarot journal. Um, it's It's been a wonderful practice for me to, you know, even help me keep track of my card pulls. And my relationship with tarot began through astrology, actually, I started becoming very interested in astrology right as my Saturn return was about to start. And then my research of astrology led me to tarot. And I ended up taking a trip to Salem, Massachusetts, where I had my first tarot reading and then shortly bought my first tarot deck thereafter and began reading for myself every day. And it's become such an essential part of my life and such a a wonderful tool to track my own personal development. So it's been it's been great. I love sharing it with everybody in the Instagram community. Yeah, and we love hearing about it. I was saying to Marissa before we hit record that her Instagram was one of the first that I started following when I started my Goddess Tarot Society tarot journey. And it's just so inspiring how you show up every single you're posting you're sharing you're literally like spilling your soul and sharing with the world and and we love it we love it um how do you how do you inspire yourself to show up every day I think that you know some days it can be hard because you know life does get crazy but you know my tarot practice is really how I check in with myself and make sure that I'm ready for the challenges of the day and it's how I see how I'm you know basically just like doing it life um I have a spread called the grow with the flow spread Mm. um that I wrote for myself that I share with everyone and I pull three cards every day one is for something to celebrate something I'm doing really really great at and I should take a moment to acknowledge that And another card for something to learn, which is, you know, something I'm working on or something that I need to acknowledge I have an opportunity for, which, you know, is an element of like holding yourself accountable and like showing up for yourself every day, really acknowledging what your opportunities are. And then the third card is for release. And that can either mean like release to let go of something that's no longer serving me, like you know, you need to be honest with yourself and just know that this is not working for you anymore or release as in like to manifest, like to release it into the universe. Like it's ready to go. Stop holding yourself back. And I think that posting it to my Instagram account and doing that every day, like 
it helps me hold myself accountable to these things. Like I told the wonderful tarot community that I was going to do these things and now I have to do them. And tomorrow when I show up for the next card pull, I'm going to hold myself accountable and I'm going to keep moving forward. Um, I think it's a great practice actually for anybody who is reading for themselves to, you know, share your readings with a friend or to post on Instagram or TikTok or whatever your preferred social media platform is. Yeah, it's so honestly so inspiring. Where did the idea come from for the Grow With The Flow spread? Um, you know, I, I was playing with a couple of, you know, three card spreads, one card daily polls, and so many of them are geared towards, uh, the divination aspect of, of tarot. And for me, you know, I read cards for the present moment to help myself move forward. And there aren't really too many spreads that are geared towards the present, you know? A lot of them are like uh, either to gain past perspective or to gain like a peek into the future. And so I wanted to stay in the present moment. And that's kind of like how I came up with something to celebrate for the day, something to learn, something to release. Like I just wanted to remain in the here and the now. Yeah. And I think that's so important as well, because Many people come to myself for a tarot reading and they want to know what's going to happen in six months, one year's time. And I love doing those readings, but I think it's so important to focus on the now and the actions that we can take just now. What can we celebrate? That practice of being grateful and then coming in, you know, coming into the now all the way through to like what we can what we can release. It's so fantastic. It's amazing. And you don't actually read for the public. You I just read for yourself, isn't? As I think that's so fascinating. And um, what made you decide just to read for yourself? Well, I think you know, in true hermit form, I, uh, <laughs> I, you know, prefer to kind of like figure things out for myself and to look inward. Um, and so that's what drives me to read for myself every day. And I think that, you know, tarot readings is a very valuable service that people should pay for if they want a tarot reading. You know what I mean? Like if you want to go to somebody else and have your cards read, that's a valuable service. But for me, I tend to seek advice from myself before I do for other people um, from other people. And so I think that that's kind of what drives me to do it for myself as opposed to others. Mm. And uh yeah and you know when you read tarot for yourself like it's important to have strong boundaries and to make sure that other people's energy is not affecting your card pulls um I would actually say that's probably one of my greatest tarot learnings oh amazing yeah like with with like having a practice that's like mainly focused on yourself because you know even though the cards are for me and I'm not reading for other people not all of your card pulls are going to be about you and your journey when you read cards for other people. Um, so it's important to make sure that you're not letting other people's energy affect you because it's going to show up in your readings. Mm. Like I've been in situations where, you know, I pulled the tower, but I feel perfectly fine. 
And, you know, you come to realize that like maybe that tower isn't necessarily forthcoming in your life. Maybe it's about someone else who's close to you who's going through a tower moment and you're meant to help them through it. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. The tower is one of those cards that come out and people go like, ah, oh, no. (laughs) It's one of those those, like... um... I don't see any cards as being like bad cards quote unquote it's more just like the medicine isn't it but it's funny how some people have these like oh well I think that when you're new and you're a beginner and you you haven't um had the life experiences to maybe like associate with the tower like not all tower moments are like the biggest thing in the world like you could have a tower moment for two hours and then be fine you, you know like that's definitely happened to me on some days as well yeah no that's that's fantastic greatest title learning I really really like that um and what is your favorite thing about being a tarot reader and and sharing your gift because you do still share your gift with the world I mean like when I yeah. read your posts I like it feels like it's a mini reading for me as well because you always can resonate with certain things or I feel that we're attracted to people with these similar energies and you know the universe guides us to the messages we need so yeah Yeah. what is your favorite thing about tarot in general or just being a tarot reader it's funny that you say that because that is actually one of my favorite things about being a tarot reader that reads for myself because you know I've I've entered the the tarot community online and I'm always so pleasantly surprised by the comments and the messages I get from other people saying that, you know, reading my personal readings that I post every day and my interpretations of the card is really helping them to learn tarot. And so I'm really enjoying sort of teaching by example. And I guess when I first started the account, I meant just to share because I don't have a lot of people in my life who also read tarot or are interested in these things and so I was just looking for community originally but I've become without meaning to sort of a a mentor for some people in some ways they message me and say thank you and that I'm helping them learn and that so far has been my favorite thing about it for sure and on a more personal note I mean it's just such a wonderful construction, uh, constructive and creative way to give myself advice. You know what I mean? Like it's an actual tool I can use to be able to help myself so that I can help others. And I think that that's just really friggin' cool, you know? <laughs> like, Yeah, that's how I find tarot as well, was I like um, dove really deep into self-development. It's like everyday growth everyday evolution and then I came across this tool that like helps me I was like oh yes we can just like get the cards out do we have a question let's address the cards and I can just allow what's in your subconscious mind like just like bubble up to the surface which is like fantastic and Marissa do you have a card other than the hermit of course that best (laughs) represents yourself um Besides the hermit, which I I do feel very connected to, I would say that my personality and my soul cards really reflect me. Are you familiar with the the concept of birth cards and like what a personality and a soul card is? No, share with me. Share with okay. the goddess Tarot Society. So, oh, I love learning. Okay, yay. So um, 
you know, in my research and what I've learned is that a personality card indicates your life's purpose, your aspirations, and the lessons to be learned in this lifetime. And your soul card indicates your soul purpose across multiple lifetimes and the qualities that are going to assist you in this lifetime. So the way that you calculate this is that you add together the digits of your birthday. Um, So we can use... I mean, I could give you my own birthday, but I, let's use let's use Emma Watson because I made I made a Hermione Granger joke earlier <laughs> because it's like it's very humid on the east coast of the United States right now. My hair is just like really just in its Hermione Granger glory. <laughs> so Emma Watson's birthday is April fifteenth, nineteen ninety. So if you add together four plus fifteen plus nineteen ninety, you get like. 2009 Mm. and then if you add two plus nine you get 11 so that brings you to your personality card so for emma watson her personality card is justice and then yeah yeah and then you keep any number from 22 to one so like let's just say like I don't know, the number that adds up for your birthday originally is more than 22. You add that number and then that's your personality and your soul card. Um, But because you can continue to add from 11, uh, if you add those digits, you get the number two. And so her her soul card is the high priestess. Oh, she has some good cards. Yes, she is um, that. I mean, from my my interpretation of that is that she's a highly intuitive individual that's very adept at making logical decisions. Uh, That's kind of how I would take it. My personality card is death, Um, which (laughs) I always uh I always think that that's such a funny thing to say to people like, oh, my personality is death. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, if you meet me, that doesn't seem like what my you're personality shining, is. Like, <laughs> just like glowing right now. Like, I can see you and you're just like emitting this light. So, hi, oh, I want to know your take on death and your, pers- yeah. as your personality card. So working with the the personality and soul card together, my, my soul card is the emperor. So I am a hermit death emperor, which sounds so much more intimidating than it actually is, I think. <laughs> but um, the way I kind of see like the death card and the soul card working together um, is that like I'm here to restructure the world around me, so to speak. And I, I think as a person, I'm I'm very adept at knowing when something is no longer serving me. And I'm usually like unafraid to make big changes in order to chart a new course. I've always been like that throughout mm-hmm. high school, throughout college, throughout my professional life. Like this is kind of the way I've always been. And endings don't usually scare me because often I initiate them, I find. Ooh. And when I and when I don't initiate them, I, I really do do my best to embrace them. Uh, sometimes, you know, transitions can be difficult, but the leadership qualities of the emperor, I feel really help me advocate for change. So that's kind of mm. how I take my personality and my soul card. I love it. Mm. 
it's fascinating because my I had a tarot reading a week past Friday so a week ago yesterday and death was like at the core theme and it doesn't feel like I'm in much of a transition time but here we are connecting with one another and death is at the (laughs) the core of like you know the essence of these these cards which is is super interesting because I doesn't know how you know sometimes I get a reading from someone else just to see what what comes up and it can take a time a little bit of time before it like comes forward if it's a main theme for me for some reason so I'm still waiting to see what's um what yeah Yeah. and I do think that that's a really healthy practice um you know especially if you're like me and you read tarot solely for yourself like you should get a tarot reading by somebody else like every six months to a year 150,000 percent because you know even though I like to give myself advice, I do think (laughs) that, you know, the perspective of other people, uh, particularly on the cards, you know, like they could offer me something that maybe I didn't see or or didn't think of. And there is so much value in that, you know, that's that's awesome. I love that you are a tarot reader and you went to go get a tarot reading. Yes. Yeah. More of this. (laughs) Always. I also love to binge. I'm still like, I am addicted to the YouTube tarot readings, pick a card readings. I just can't oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, like maybe a few times a week, I'll just be like doing some cleaning and I'll be like, oh, that sounds good. And there's always little wisdoms that, that I take from those as well. Yeah, I'm, I think I've just got a bit of an obsession. Tarot is my healthiest obsession. I love reading it. I love listening about it. I'm just like yeah. listening and breathing like... Same. Tarot fanatic. <laughs> it's literally why I originally started my Instagram account because I was driving my friends and family crazy because when I was <laughs> at the beginning of my journey before I started the account, like I didn't want to talk about anything else. Like I was learning everything so quickly and I was feeling so passionate about it that like they were literally like, do you? Like anyone else you talk to, about it. Like, <laughs> we love you, but something else. <laughs> I'm not alone. I'm not alone. No, you're not and, alone. Not alone and at all. I talk about it so much. So, well, I mean, it's like literally my life now. But my partner, um, like if if something's not quite right or I'm undecided, he's like, right, come on, get the cards out. He'll <laughs> like, right, come on. Oh, I love that. Come. I love that they say Why? that to you. Yeah, it's it's so great. It's so great um yeah but talk so we're here to talk about the hermit so what is your interpretation of the hermit seeing as you're so connected to even like your instagram page your your name is the current hermit so i'm interested Mm -hmm. in what your take is marissa so i think that a hermit is a person who is always growing and seeking and focusing on themselves you know, I think that there's so many distractions in life that really keep us from taking care of ourselves the way we should. And the hermit is someone who knows how to take care of themselves. And that's why they're not afraid to be alone. You know, and I, I resonate. think that, it's me. you it's resonate me. with that. Same. <laughs> Absolutely same. Um, and I think that the self-awareness gained by spending time alone uh, can really ignite your inner fire that's going to light your path, the one that's right for you. Um, 
I think the hermit is a person who's not afraid to like shed the ideas and opinions of others and like really figure out what their own truth is. Um, I also don't believe that hermits have FOMO. Do you, are you familiar with FOMO? Fear of messing, Fear of messing out. Yeah. We, we don't have that. We have strong boundaries. <laughs> and um, I think that a hermit is someone who knows that they need alone time to feel like a whole person and they don't feel guilty for taking that alone time. Uh, and, you know, when, when hermits do engage with others, I, I feel that it's so we can offer wise counsel or mentor in some way. I mean, most of my friendships and my relationships really are one-on-one situations. I don't, I've never been a person that really belongs to a large group of people, you know, Mm. besides my very big American Italian family. That is a large group of people. I do. (laughs) Other than that, (laughs) you know, so I would say, yeah, that's, that's my interpretation of a current hermit, if you will. Um, oh, a yeah. Who knows themselves and knows how to take care of themselves and isn't afraid of being alone because of that. Yeah. And I think these are wonderful traits, wonderful traits to have to be able to be introspective and look within because all the answers are within us. Just sometimes we need to hold a mirror up to us, whether that's doing a tarot reading for herself going and getting a tarot reading and then it just you know the answers can come to us and I was thinking I was interested so with your grow with the flow spread if the hermit was to come out in each individual like section so I I know right it just came to me there I was like I want to know so if the hermit was to come out let's start at celebrate what would how would you interpret that just now we, we like present present oh gosh I mean like well for me because I feel so connected to the hermit and I've it, it is my zodiac card and you know I feel it's such a huge part of my identity that's just like the loudest message ever to just celebrate myself like I'm doing great I'm doing wonderful at you know being introspective and really figuring out what my path is and just like take a minute to like be by myself today, you know, like do whatever I want to do by myself for myself. You're doing great. Go reward yourself. Like that's, that's how I would take it in the celebrate position. Mm, mm. And it's a fabulous place for it to be like, because of how like close you are with the hermit. Mm-hmm. I'm very much living in my hermit at the moment because I've moved to a new city. I need to like, you know, this little hermit needs to go and explore. And she's like, no, <laughs> I I have to say I am living my best hermit life right now. I moved into a studio apartment by myself this year. It's the first time I've ever lived completely by myself. I've always wanted to. Um, it's just so nice. Mm. It's so nice. I love feeling, you know, completely in control of my space. It's it's mine. It's my little safe space. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, and we can have things the way and the and the nice order. And your home looks so lovely, and all oh the pictures have so like oh, the aesthetic is on point. So beautiful. You are so sweet. Thank you, Hannah. I You're appreciate so that. Um, and then so we have celebrate. Then it would be learn. So if the hermit yeah. came out for you and learn, what would how would you interpret that in your own reading? Mm. This is very interesting. 
So I think that first I need to assess where I am and understand if this learning is coming to me as the hermit, the seeker, the person who's seeking for themselves and, and, you know, looking for that introspection, or if this is coming to me as the hermit, the mentor. And I would say for myself, where I'm at, let's just say today, uh, I'd probably more take it as like the hermit as the mentor, you know, um, you know, how can I better share counsel with people who need it? You know, I mean, we, we associate the hierophant really with being a teacher, but I think that the hermit can be another kind of teacher, a more like one-on-one kind of teacher, um, a, a, a less structured, less dogmatic, uh, you know, guiding force for people. And so I would say to myself, how, how can I learn to show up better for others with the wisdom that I've gained from my introspection? Does that... Yeah, that totally yeah, resonates. I've got this image talking about Harry Potter, Hermione Granger. I've got this like image of like Dumbledore in my mind. <laughs> like, no, like, really wise. like when I think wise, I think of the original Rider Waite um, imagery, and it is like this man with a big long beard. Yes, and and the lantern and the staff. So like because of the staff, I always think of Gandalf from Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yes and I've been talking a lot about like hermits have strong boundaries the whole like you shall not pass thing very hermity to me I feel like people would not like associate that energy with like <laughs> you know the hermit but for me you know you shall not pass I'm protecting my energy I'm in I'm on my own in my sacred space kind of thing um yeah I always think Gandalf that's so funny but the two characters look look very much alike <laughs> they do they do I had Dumbledore and Gandalf in my mind and it's seen that I'm going to be reading Carton anytime the hermit comes out I'll be like you shall not pass Just <laughs> what context that means in the reading so look forward to that people that get a reading from me I'm just gonna sometimes I sing in my readings sometimes I throw random quotes out there so now we've got I've got one to add to the to the beautiful collection and um, I really like that idea of you know wise as a word that I would use to describe the tarot therefore mentor and using your own wisdoms and sharing that with others that's really that's really interesting as it comes out in in that segment and then we have the last segment would be release Mm. so I would say that the release position in my spread is usually one of my favorite positions because as discussed as a death emperor, I am not afraid to let that shit go. So to speak, you know, like I welcome it. I'm like, Ooh, what can I get rid of today to be more productive in my life? But when I get the hermit in the release position, I'm like, Ooh, no, <laughs> like, no, I don't want to be forced to go out into the world and to socialize and to, oh, that means I have to consider somebody else's opinion more heavily. And I don't love doing that. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing, because it, it I don't want to say that in the release position, it's almost like be less of yourself because like nobody wants to be less of themselves, but it, it is a clear message that I need to step outside my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And that is, is never fun first thing in the morning, you know? 
Like, hey, by the way, that stuff you love doing, you got to skip that today. Yeah. You got to try something else, you know? Like, I'll do it, obviously, but, like, it's not initially comfortable. That's definitely where my hermit's sitting right now. If my hermit was sitting in any position, that's where I'm being urged. Because I'm so comfortable with being in and spending time on my own and building and creating. Because I, at the moment, where I'm at is I like to kind of... This sounds like a strange thing to call in, but I'm trying to call in a bit of boredom to like have some creative downloads to to come through and spending time with myself. But I can like feel something inside me being like, right, right, you get out the house, <laughs> get out the house and go and socialise. So it's interesting. That resonates with me um, a lot with how the hermit coming out in that release is that you can still be you, but today, yes. today you're going to, you're going to, have the courage to go and do something new, invite in some new energy, because maybe that'll be, maybe experience something that'll add to the wisdom as well. We need to go out into the world and share yeah. share our beautiful lights with, with all the other humans out there. Yes. Very important. It's necessary to um, still show up in your life and really like live your life. Like there's only so much intros- like introspecting you can do mm-hmm. without without action you know we need action to move forward so that's also important Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that was a big lesson for me at the start of the year I was like you mean to say I can't just believe and things just start to happen (laughs) like you have to actually (laughs) like do the things and like you know maybe show up every day (laughs) to do these things so yeah I I hear you there and if you were to create the imagery of your own tarot deck which I could so see you doing in the future. And oh um, could gosh. you describe what your hermit would look like? Um, so it's difficult for me to say. I I don't I don't really have strong skills in like visual arts. Like I, I don't draw, so I, I'm not entirely sure how it would look overall, but there would definitely be a lantern. One hundred and fifty thousand percent. Um it's such an important symbol to me. I love that it can represent both the seeker and the mentor side of the hermit. Uh, it represents the mentor by like shining a light in the darkness for others. And it represents the, the seeker by, you know, shining a light on your own path. And so for me, it would definitely include a lantern. But yeah. other than that, I'm not really sure. Yeah. <laughs> definitely something for me to noodle about. Yeah, that resonated. That that was one of my favorite things about the Hermit card originally was that it's like sometimes you just got to walk the path and you've got like I imagine that lantern too. And it's like you can see two steps ahead of you and you can properly remember two step backs because we romanticize the past. You know, we don't always remember it exactly as it happens and to be mindful of that. And sometimes you just got to walk because then as you walk, as you move, the next step will appear and then the next one and the next one, which I think is so gorgeous because that's how my life is. I need to kind of take a bit of the full energy in with the hermit and just like, you know, (laughs) sounds I'm just picturing it being pitch black and just like taking a leap of faith. (laughs) That's my world. Like, oh, I just saw that. Oh, well, too late. because I've got two two different imagery cards here I know you use the modern witch and she 
she's there with her her laptop how do you interpret that hermit because she doesn't have her lantern instead she has her laptop so the the laptop is kind of like her lantern in this situation um the laptop is where she does research uh, you know, I imagine, or at least for me and the way I use my laptop is like, I'm always on Pinterest, you know, like mood boarding my life and, oh, yeah. and, and, you know, digging deep in that way. Um, and I, I actually, I wanted the modern witch tarot because of that card. It's so my family, uh, knows me as a person that's pretty much never without their laptop. Like, like ever. I'm, I'm always researching something. I'm always looking something up. I'm, you know, it's like my go-to source, um, of how to kind of like organize all of my, my thoughts and the things that I want to do. And so when I saw the hermit had a laptop with her on this card, I was like, damn, I need that deck. That's literally like, even though there was no lantern on the card, I was like, damn, I really need this deck. Like, Mm. And what was the other card that you had there? Oh, I have from the Muse Tarot. Um, I can show you this, this one here. So the, this hermit I found was interesting. There's technically not a lantern, but there's like a big ball there's... of light. It's a really bright hermit card, I thought. Yes. Like super bright. You're in the desert. So it's still that like, you know, adventure going off into the unknown I've never seen this hermit card before. This is so cool. I love that the light is literally like shining on like footsteps. It looks like in the sand. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. Oh, thank you for showing that to me. Now I feel like I need to, I need to research the new tarot. (laughs) Yes. um, I have been using this deck initially to pull the card for myself. I use usually the modern witch tarot with most of my clients and the muse I was like keeping to myself until last week actually I was like oh I just felt called to start using it mm-hmm. um, but the imagery is so it just all the cards make me go like "Ooh, ah wow <laughs> so I'll start I might start posting them on um, my social media as well as like a different variation because they're super different from like Rider Waite because the modern witch is based kind of on the writer weight whereas these cards are just like totes crazy not crazy they're just like totally different in in comparison I would actually say the modern witch tarot is a great deck to be somebody's first purchase if they wanted to start reading tarot for themselves Um, especially if the original writer weight smith artwork doesn't necessarily resonate with you Um, modern witch tarot is a great current take on all of those cards and it's still very true to the imagery um some other tarot decks like the muse tarot now that i've seen it um are probably a little harder for beginners to learn and and also probably for clients when you say that you didn't use that one for clients Mm -hmm. because it doesn't um it's not the same picture you know what i mean it's not what people originally think of when they think of the hermit which I think is cool but for someone who's new to it would maybe be confusing yeah I agree I agree entirely and I was thinking that the just the other day about the modern witch because I love that it is kind of female inspired as well because the rider weight just because of when it was created the imagery it's mainly men and as great as men are 
I also, because I identify as a woman, I really love the modern witch for that reason. I agree. So. I, agree. I, I love it. To it. I mean, focus. Mm -hmm. For sure. So, hermit questions. So, have you had any real life hermit moments and how did you learn from these? I suppose your life is probably just one big, one big <laughs> I was wondering if there's anything like specifically that stands out when when I say that. Um, well, I would say that, you know, living by myself and working from home during the pandemic has been a major hermit moment for me and probably mm -hmm. for a lot of other people. Um, you know, I personally feel so much more calm and and centered when I have alone time. And now that I'm vaccinated and restrictions are kind of like lifting a little bit where I am, you know, I'm really focusing on maintaining this sense of inner peace that I really was able to arrive at by spending so much time by myself. And, you know, as I slowly ease into, you know, getting back out there, so to speak, um, I'm really letting myself be super picky about who I give access to myself and my energy. Um, and I would say that that's, that's like a major thing that I've learned from like this, this big hermit moment that we all kind of went through together in a sense is that it's okay to be super picky about who you give access to your energy. Yeah, let's talk about that. I think that's so important to be to be specific because I think often in life we can feel obliged and feel that we must see certain people. Um, but if somebody depletes your energy, then you know why why are you doing that to you, to yourself? There should be like an equal amount of give and take, and an equal amount doesn't mean you need to you know give each other the exact same thing or the exact you know everything looks different for everyone yeah and yeah I think it's super important it's something I have done myself over the past few years is had this like deep cleanse of people I have in my life and bringing the people that you know I like myself when I'm around them and just keeping them close and everyone else is just you know fluttered away Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, it doesn't have to be because, you know, something happened, you know, you know, the, the people who fall away in your life, like they're meant to fall away. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really, I try not to be too sad about it, you know? And I think that this pandemic has, has been, a uh, socially for a lot of people, I think it's been, very like purifying in that way, like very quickly, you know, I feel like people are figuring out like, yes, I want to give my energy to these people and I feel safe with these people versus, oh, I don't feel safe with these people at all. And I do not, I cannot bring myself to, <laughs> to engage with them anymore. Um, but I think that's important for everybody to go through, you know? Mm -mm. And we need to listen to our inner guidance for that in the Goddess Tarot Society. We love listening to our intuition, those intuitive pulls, which is like that inner guidance, um, pretty much a really similar thing. What would be your best recipe to listen to that inner guidance if it was to do with people you should or shouldn't see or just in general as well? 
Um, well, I think the the best recipe or advice I could give for inner guidance is just that, you know, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks or what anyone else is doing. You are the only one that's living your life, you know? So it's important to be present and to be true to yourself first, like always, you know? Um, and it's not and selfish think, to do that. It's actually no, really selfless. show up for people better when your cup's full. Exactly. You can show up for people better when your cup is full. Um, you know, you just have to remain present and take it one day at a time. And if it feels good, keep doing it. Keep doing it and see, you know, how you can expand upon it and bring more of that into your life. And if it doesn't feel good, you know, like ask yourself, why am I doing this? And if you can no longer justify it, honey, let that shit go. You know, like <laughs> she, uh, like it's time for it to go. If you can't justify why you're doing it anymore, it's not working for you. You've outgrown it. Let it go. Um, and I would say that that's probably, yeah, I would say that's the best recipe for inner guidance and kind of just like knowing you're on the right path yeah for sure I I do agree and when you start following the things that light you up more things will appear and they'll be for me and my personal journey if I follow the things that light me up then I get more signs and synchronicities from the universe more magic starts to happen in my life and I follow those like there is a difference though there's a fine line between impulses and ego talking to you than there is inner guidance Um, and how do you know if it's ego talking do you know do you have a way I think you're so in with that inner guidance you just know (laughs) I just think you, you just have to be like brutally honest with yourself you know what I mean and if you're if you're not sure um you know, you can ask the tarot and I'm sure, you know, if you have a good connection to your deck, uh, your deck will tell you (laughs) (laughs) if it's ego or if it's impulse. Um, but I think that, you know, literally journaling to the point of like word vomiting, like literally write everything down and like physically cross out what's not serving you or like not realistic or like, you know, that's, that's not like a real fear or that's not a real reason to do something like physically crossing it out as you go and like reread it when you're done. That could. I'm off to do that now. See you later. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to like, honestly, after a call, I'm going to do that. I've not thought of writing everything. I write everything down a lot. I journal like every single day. But I have never thought of doing it that way and then starting to cross out the things that aren't serving me. Um, that could come in useful when emotions emotions kind of bubble up and it's harder to see what direction to go in. Because you find, like, I'll write, I'll get everything out of my mind onto a piece of paper and it'll be like, I don't even fill the whole A4 page. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I have a lot in here, but sometimes there's not as much. I mean, that's bullet pointing. Um, as much when you get it out on paper oh that's such a juicy one for journaling (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) happy happy to be of assistance (laughs) and I think um 
one other question I had for you as well was what do you believe we as human beings can gain by spending time alone? Oh, I mean, that is just, I I feel like when we spend time alone, we really get a chance to listen to ourselves and what our needs and wants are. And we get to know ourselves and like, you know, what are my strengths and what are my weaknesses? And if knowledge is power, I feel like knowledge of oneself is probably like the greatest power of all. You know what I mean? Mm. If you really listen to yourself and you, you understand like what are your needs versus your wants and what are your strengths versus your weaknesses, then you, you have the map right there to live your life to the absolute fullest that you can live it. And isn't, isn't that kind of like the point? Isn't that like the whole point of like why we're here? <laughs> you know, like to really like live our lives and make the most of the time we have. Yeah, because it is limited. And it's something that I'm kind of going back and forth with. Um so time time here is limited. We need to live our life to the full. However, if something that I've been affirming to myself for a long time is that time is limited. And then it's like you know, it's that fine balance between saying that and acknowledging that, you know, we're all going to die. Let's face it. it oh, yeah. A of, it's a bit uh, of a... Sorry, I didn't mean for my death personality to come out and, like, make it morbid. <laughs> <It's> my bad. <laughs> like, that's, 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 we're all going to die. It's going to happen. Um, it might be a bit scary, but it's just as sure as we're going to be born, we're going to die. But sometimes if I... I'm trying to play with this. I'm, like, working it out as I go along. When I keep saying to myself there's you know there's limited time it's then diving into a scarcity mindset that lack mm-hmm. mindset as well and um, so it's finding finding that balance I know that's just one I'm playing with so maybe when I come round full circle I can share it share it with the podcast um because I heard I can't remember who it was but somebody was discussing that as like we do have time to do the things if you make the time to do it exactly exactly and I think that that's kind of like we're knowing your strengths and weaknesses coming come in like you have to like you know sometimes making time for yourself is not a strength everybody has not everybody is good at that not everybody um is able to recognize that as a, a thing that should be a priority uh hermits don't necessarily have a problem with that but you know other <laughs> other you know tarot personalities might and yeah, just like knowing that's a thing for for you and like starting from there, that'll that'll help, you know? Yeah, yeah, making time to to create the things. The things that I want to bring into my life, all about manifesting and living and living my best life. Hence why I'm on this tarot journey right now. (laughs) (laughs) Quitting day jobs and all these other things I've done, not in complete blind faith, but it's been a wild ride. And I would recommend to anyone, if you do have a passion, like set yourself up for it, of course. I'm not saying Mm -hmm. go quit, go everyone quit their job and follow their dream. Like make sure, you know, you've got the logic there as well to do so. Um, But yeah, having more having more of that full energy and bringing that in like kind of in partnership with the hermits sure the hermits further along 
down the road in the journey but we can't forget about you know stepping off and, and having new adventures as well and bringing them um, those two archetypes together what do you think about the fool and the hermit together as friends it's just something that's came to me like throughout the, our um, podcast I I think that they're a well-matched pair I I do I I think that you know the fool is like the ultimate student you know I feel like all the other cards in the major arcana they love the fool they want to be friends with the fool they want to help the fool you know that's the card that all the other cards are trying to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think that if the hermit and the fool were people, the hermit would be very protective over the fool. And the fool would be like, no, I'm fine. Like, I know it's dark, but like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do it. Like, come on, hermit, let's go. And the hermit would be like, no, no, no. Like, let me shine the light over there first. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we're we, just two more steps and then we're there, you know? And they, they need, I, I think they need each other in that sense, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're just both different parts of their journey, aren't they? The hermit being number nine, almost completing like a cycle and the fool being right at the start. It's almost like a grandchild and they're like grandparent. Yeah, it's kind of together. it really is. And no matter where we are on this life path, it's always good to dip into other mindsets, like still remain yourself and where you're at, but if you've been stuck in your ways for a while, how can you play with bringing in more of that childlike wonder into life? Or if you're being a lot in play and you want to get back to your goals in these things, connecting to like, whether it's the hermit or like a crone kind of archetype and, and bringing yourself into a nice balance. Cause there's so much to learn like everywhere. I think that's my favorite thing about tarot just you never stop learning ever. Never, never, ever, 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 ever. I, you know, even if I move forward and and continue to sort of teach tarot and and be a mentor for others, like I'm constantly seeking, I am never going to be done learning about, about myself, about astrology, about tarot. That's the exciting part about it. I feel that's what makes it so addicting in a sense is that you're never done. Never, you know? a healthy healthy old addiction to have yeah my vice then I I guess you know yeah it's a good vice to have yeah got one question before we'll wrap up and is there anything any time we are you know that you shouldn't be listening to your inner guidance like is there any synchronicities that come up or anything that's happening within your world that you're like okay maybe I should seek outside of myself for wisdom rather than going from within um yes yes I would say for me when my the energy of my card pulls is like drastically different from day to day that's when I know that I'm not managing my energy very well on my own, you know, Mm. like I'm trying to think of cards that could be drastically different from each other. Like if I'm, if I'm pulling, you know, five of pentacles on a Monday and then the next Tuesday I'm pulling like the star with the king of pentacles, like that's an indication and and that happens repetitively for for days or weeks or however time 
however much time, you know, that's an indication that I'm not managing my own energy well and I'm all over the place and it's it's time to go see another tarot reader. Um, <laughs> it's time to kind of like, you know, bring those cards to another person and say, hey, what do you think of this? Yeah, I love that. I love that so much. And it's it's great to know, it's always listen to an internal guidance, but sometimes it's great to have a little help from our friends as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, community is so important. Mm-hmm. And the tarot community is wonderful. If you ain't part of the tarot community, you need to join us. We want to have you there. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> is always so welcome. But Marissa, it's been such an amazing episode with you. Oh We're gosh, both like holding our faces. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my face hurts from smiling. I've so enjoyed speaking with you. Thank you so much for having me as You're your so guest. You're so welcome. It's been, an, it's been an honor. I was literally saying to you, I was having like a wee cele- uh, oh my goodness, I can't say celebratory, celebratory dance, if I can get the words out. Um, when you said you would join us, I was like, you literally were the dream guest for this episode. And I have you here. Like, oh, so amazing. We talk, spoke about so much, diving into inner guidance, you know, wisdom, talking about your grow with the flow spread if anyone has their own deck like after this episode go and follow marissa right now and do her spread like do the yeah and if you post your reading on your account totally tag me i would love to see how they come out for everyone yeah and as do you want to share anything else with listeners so it's the the current hermit on instagram Currently, that is the only place where I am. Um, there, there may be a TikTok forthcoming. I'm, I'm not really sure. You know, I. Uh, yes, please. <laughs> I, you know, I'm a little intimidated by the TikTok. I'll be mm. honest with you. I will be 31 in about a month, and I'm just like, I don't know. Like, can I do the TikTok? Is that a thing that I can do? Um, we will. Uh, we will see. But for now, it is at the current hermit with an underscore under, you know, in between the and current and then after current, another underscore before hermit. Um, I'm sure Hannah might put it in the show notes for you guys. I sure will. Like, the way that I just explained it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it, that is the only place to currently find me. Um, Sometimes there are imposter accounts, unfortunately, that try to duplicate my username and take my photos and message people to offer them readings. Just be so mindful of that. I can't can't believe that. Just like I only read tarot for myself and my entire account is about, you know, my personal tarot journal and you know, uh, sharing my interpretations with others so that they can learn to read the cards. If anybody ever messages you in your DMs on Instagram and says, hey, you know, beautiful soul, I have a message for you. Um, are you interested in a reading? That's not me. <laughs> That's not me. Um, yeah, same goes with other accounts as well as your own. Even if somebody does sell tarot readers, it tarot readings they don't sell us please don't sell me off but but if somebody offers you a reading that way be very mindful of that 
I don't know any tarot readers that directly reach out. I don't reach out to people. I let people come to me. I wouldn't be offering my services that way. So do be careful. And especially with Marissa's account as well. It's just awful that people are um, are doing that. I mean, from from my account, it's not even like I have my own tarot business and yeah. they're taking clients from me. It's like I'm being vulnerable and like sharing my readings for myself every day and the idea that somebody like takes that content and like tries to charge people money like what yeah it's what disgusting. About? yeah um so just be careful if yeah. if if someone who you know looks like me offers you a reading that's not me <laughs> yeah run report <laughs> run report it block their account yeah um, oh goodness gracious yeah that's so important to know is there anything else you want to share before we wrap things up Marissa I just you know I'm so grateful for you I'm so grateful for the tarot community um that I've met on Instagram I mean even in those imposter situations like everyone is so quick to tell me when it's happening like if a duplicate account ends up following them everyone wants to like let me know and we really look out for each other and we protect each other. And I think that's part of the reason why I'm so comfortable being vulnerable with you all. I just, I'm so grateful for the connections that I've made. I'm grateful for our connection, Hannah. You're wonderful. Oh, thank I'm, you, Kate. I'm, I'm so happy to have, to have been here and to have this conversation with you. Thank you so, so much for having me. You are most welcome. It was my absolute pleasure. So great to have my dream hermit guest on here. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it for today the goddess tarot society podcast exploring the hermit it was such a wonderful episode with two wonderful humans and we'll catch you in the next episode thank you so much goodbye, goodbye.